Alright. What's ready, going John? on, people? It's Northern Exposure. Your boy, John. And Zach. So, just getting the podcast started off real nice, real quick. Just background about us. Uh, I'm adopted from Russia. Coming over here at, you know, 10 months old. Hockey's been in my blood since, you know, day one as well as vodka, but that's a different story. Uh, been skating since I was two and before I could talk. Uh, just dad put me on the ice and that's it from there. You know, I started playing hockey at a young age and uh, I think the first time I ever wanted to play hockey was I watched Mighty Ducks 3. I, as, I, as soon as I saw that movie, I saw Charlie Conway, that scene where he does that breakaway with the broken stick, skates it on the ice and whiffs, and I was like, I want to play hockey. And then I've been playing hockey, played all through high school, and then uh, and then I retired, and then I retired. On top, got to finish on top. Yeah, you can't finish on the bottom. That's fucked. You got to finish, <laughs> go out on top. So just getting it started, we're just going to start off with uh, our hometown boys, Minnesota Wild. Starting off pretty nice, two and one so far. Had a pretty good game last night or Monday night, but you know we're getting through it. Um, Zach, what do we think about the Wild so far? You know they're looking really well. They're looking real nice. They're looking really nice. You know that top line, uh, Prize, fucking Nick Bukestad. Bukestad's been doing awful. I think he hasn't won. They actually won. moved him down. Did you hear? I, it looks like they did. Yeah, Out Michael. Yeah, Michael Russo put him down to the fourth line, or he didn't put him down, but Dean Evanson put him down to the fourth uh, I, line. You know what? I think it's safe to say Bukestad put himself on that fourth line. He did. He had a terrible game. He's playing like he's just uh, still in college. Yep. And then you got uh, Parisi, and then your boy Kirill the Thrill. Yeah, dude, he's he's a sensation. Yeah. I can't wait to see that yeah. fella come to fruition. He's he's gonna be a big part of this team this year. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And you know, that the one sleeper that's kind of picked up the pace, Victor Rask. Yeah, he got from first line minutes uh, last game yeah. as well. Yeah, he we what we we traded Nino for him, didn't we? Yep, Nino and all those guys. Yeah, and he's uh, he's really come on as a player. He's still kind of young. He's got a lot to prove, I think. And uh, you know, Fiala too. I yeah. he's. He's silky through the Zero points, line. though, through three three games. There's a so huge we'll bummer on my fantasy team. Yeah. Come on, Kevin, if you're hearing this, pick it up, buddy. Yeah, 0 for 16 on a power play, not looking too nice. I mean, yeah. what are we what are we thinking? I don't like the four defensemen out there at a time on the power play. I don't know what the hell is going on there. but uh, Scrap the defense. Let's put Dumba. We only need one de- defenseman. We'll put Dumba out there, Parise, Kaprizov, Fiala, and uh, let's throw Victor Rask in the mix. Yeah, might no. get some offense going, switch it up a little bit, get some fire under some people's ass, get them mm-hmm. moving. So now I want to go to uh, Kaprizov and uh, his contract this year. Last year of his contract, what are we thinking? How long? What are we thinking for money-wise? Oh, ooh. I'm thinking if if it all goes to plan this year, I think, I'm thinking five years. All right, well, just for intuition for everyone else, Ovechkin, my boy, you know, Gonna be a homer here. First overall in 2004, 50 goals in seven consecutive seasons when he was, you know, in his prime. He just signed his big contract a couple years ago, 13 years, 124 million. Would you ever sign Kaprizov to something like that, or do you need to? Do you need him I to prove need to himself? See, I need to see another season out of him first. All right. So what you just do the five years and then go see where we're at. You then. know what? I'm gonna do. I'm thinking maybe two years. A two-year yeah. contract, a lot of money. A lot of money. 
and then and then sign him for the for the long term deal here. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he's lives up to what he's supposed to be, I mean, he just got you know fifth round draft stock just because he was you know overweight. But I mean, when you put up you know over a hundred points in the KHL year after year, you're yeah bound to make it here. Hey, don't forget, he won a gold medal at the Olympics. That is also true. Speaking of which, I watched a documentary, Icarus. It's about like so like this guy. He started. He's an amateur cyclist, and he starts off. He's like trying to prove that doping tests like don't work. And then the guy that was working with him was actually the head of that, like, he, like, facilitated the whole rushing doping operation. And then finding out about that, so they found out about it, and then at the same time, this whole documentary is being filmed, that whole investigation goes down in the Olympics, like, after Sochi. It was an amazing documentary. Highly recommend it. But, yeah, it turns out, like, the KGB <laughs> was in, KGB was working the event. Oh, like, God. They, they were, like, swap out the bottles of urine and, like, hide them in a vent and then take them out. And it was wild. That's You think anything like that goes on here in America? You know, I think a lot of shit goes on with professional sports that we don't want to know about, you know? I mean, you look at the MLB players, you know, Barry Bonds, all those guys. You can tell when they're on steroids, but, mm-hmm. like... You know, the Joe Mowers of the world. I mean, you'd think he was doing that well up until the end and then just fell off. I don't know. There might be something on the rug that yeah. they don't know about. Yeah. But, I mean, he's a he's a good guy, so who knows. But, I mean, I wrote a big paper about it, about how steroids in baseball would actually make the game more interesting. It and definitely would for, for uh, I mean, I don't really like baseball, but I think steroids could make baseball more fun. It could. The spectators, they'd like it, more home runs, juice the balls up, you know, just stuff like that. But, you know, this is a hockey podcast, so we'll get back to it. You know, my dad has always said since, you know, day one, we've been season season ticket holders since day one. And uh, since since I was about, you know, nine or ten, he just would say, you know, goaltending, goaltending, goaltending with the Wild. You know, you grew up with, uh, you know, what's the one guy's name? Nicholas Backstrom. Backstrom. Josh Harding. Harding, All those guys. Yeah. all those guys, you know, just never helped us. They were good, you know, for a couple of years. And they then, were vanilla. Yep, and then we signed them for, you know, six years, and then by the end of their contract, they were just shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dubnik helped us out a little bit. And he did. Now and he's then, with the uh, Sharks, right? Yep. He's making it big over there, apparently. He got a, He didn't play well last night, but apparently he was doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Cam Talbot, hopefully he helps out the Wild. I mean, he had his best game of his Wild last night or on Monday and he just looked rock solid you know he's got all those angles down he's working with the team and you can just tell the team just plays with more confidence like when they got a when they got a solid goalie instead of when he got Dubnik all shaky and you know he's going through that shit with his wife last year and or two years ago and just never got back to it so Mm -hmm. I think as my dad says just fucking goaltending since since day one, and then, you know, when you're wasting hundreds of thousands of dollars on season tickets and yep. for the playoffs, you know, Raj, Raj Wills, he's got to cut the plugs on that. So, <laughs> shout out to my dad, but, you know, it's just, that's what number one. Even in my men's league, you know, there's goalies that are on fire, and, you, I mean, you're not going to score on them because it's fucking men's league. But, mm-hmm. and then you got goalies who are just out there to drink the beer and have some fun, but, you know. What do you think about, what's his name, Capo Kakinen? Yeah. we're going to see him this season? Yeah, he's getting a start tonight. Oh, to Michael oh, Russo. oh, I'm excited to see this. First start of the year, you know, I'm young guy. I'm excited to see this. Yeah, ever since uh, he got drafted a couple years ago, I've been watching him, and he's he's been doing well in the AHL and got a couple starts last year to hold us into the playoffs, and then 
Staylock just shit the bed against mm-hmm. the Canucks. But how about that? Uh, speaking of young guys, how about that third line? Yeah, Greenway, Greenway uh, Eck, and uh, Felino. Yeah, you know, I think Felino's contract was a little bit excessive for being a third line grinder. But I mean, if you, I mean, I trust Garen right now. He's got the tools around him to make the team as good as he wants to be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, nine million for three years for a guy that would easily have gotten picked up by that uh, Seattle team. Just a good all-around play by Garen, and if you got those three working together, I was listening to Russo today, and he was saying that, you know, why don't we put uh, one of those guys up on the first line since no one else can really do anything with Kaprizov? It's like as soon as you split that lineup, then the there's whole a, team's going to go to shit. Yeah, there's a lot of chemistry on that third line, I think. I can, yeah. I mean, Felino, he's just, he's just your, you know, he's not the greatest, you know, most skillful player, but he's there. He's making plays every every yeah. step of the, or all up and down the ice, you know. And then Eck, strong at the faceoff, I think. And, and Greenway is just a grinder. Yeah, I mean, he's, apparently Greenway Massive is down, down 30 pounds yeah. this year. He said he's going to be faster and bigger than ever, and that he's just out there to live up to his potential when he yeah. won the gold medal. That game on, uh. That game on Monday against the Ducks, he, he, you could tell he just wanted it more than any other player on the yeah. ice. I mean, he could, I mean, this is my opinion. He is, you know, six foot, five and a half, you know, six, seven, six, seven and a half on skates. And I mean, when you see him playing, it's like if he just had the speed, like that's just, he'd be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Like Kaprizov is listed as five, nine. I mean, he's not going to be in the corners and, you know, laying body, but he's in the corners grinding it out. But I think he just needs that one. Peace, which is what we want to get to next with uh, Marco Rossi. You mm-hmm. know, guys, who knows? I mean, Russo and all those guys have been reporting that he's going to be out for fuck the whole year, they're saying. Yeah. Because they don't want to waste him. He's got that chest injury. Yeah, he's got upper body, but who knows what that means? That could mean, you know, whatever. He's living mm-hmm. with our boy uh, Thomas Vanek, you know, getting <laughs> all the old Austrian boys back together and looking for those no-look passes and somehow it finds somebody back door. Yeah, I, you know, I think Rossi looks like real potential here, but I he's got to get on the ice. Yeah. Um, I mean, what, do you get injured at juniors or? Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, when you're playing with the Austrians against, you know, Team Russia and Finland, you're yeah. not going to obviously produce numbers. But in his regular league, his junior league or whatever the fuck he plays out there, is, he's kicking ass. You know, he's got a lot of points last year, and he's only fucking – 19 or something 19s. and he's just rocking it over in austria and can't wait to see what yeah, he does look, for the while look at us we're both 21 talking about kids two years younger than us just tearing it up in the nhl fuck yeah what happened to us <laughs> god all washed up and soggy like fucking old mangly bread god damn so let's just you know recap the night last night hopefully we can do this uh for a couple nights here so we got the Devils at the Rangers, or I don't know what it was, but Devils got one four three over the Rangers. You know, fucking Jack Hughes got that big goal. Jack Hughes is looking kind of nice. I got him on my fantasy team. I picked him up. Yeah, he is looking nice. I mean, the Rangers, you know, this same thing. It's just goaltending from. I mean, they got those two, uh, the one Russian guy and then the other guy, and he's they're they're good. But I mean, when you're going against the Devils who have no goaltending and just offense, I mean mm-hmm. that's. That's going to help the Devils in the long run. They just got to pick up that goaltender. You know, I also think the Rangers are going to be really good in the long run. You know, Artemi Panarin, uh, Zibanejad, and... Kako. Yep, Kako Kako and uh, Lafreniere. Yeah, Lafreniere, yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to be really good in the future. But, you know, they just got those young guys just need to get ice time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you put Panarin, like, their power play is just like the fucking Capitals. I mean, you got 
four all-star people on the ice at yeah. a time and just like the wild like all of them could be just as good or better and just i mean they're 0 for 16 on the power play the wild mm-hmm. and they just got to get that one and then it'll come from there but i mean they say it's not in their head but you know damn well when you're going 0 for 16 you're getting pissed off every time you come to the bench oh yeah and then our boys uh flyers one three rip against the sabers jack eichel new captain i mean he's looking pretty nice out there but he's just mm-hmm. not it's kind of like mcdavid you got two guys out there who are the best players in the nhl and they're so young and you're just letting them waste you know like why i get you get drafted and you get the captaincy patch and don't you think you'd want to go to a team where it's like why not go to the capitals for less money and win a cup Ah, I wouldn't. I I think I want to be the main. Uh, I I want to be the guy to, to build a franchise around. Um, but how long do you think you'd have to wait? Like how long do you? Oh, think with the McDavid? Sabres, you'd have to wait a lifetime. Well, that is the, true. J- Jack Eichel is just he's he's slowly dying at the Sabres. Um, yeah, I mean, fucking McDavid's. This is his sixth year in the NHL, I believe, fifth or sixth year, and he's still I mean, only like what twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, but he's still a young guy. But still, I mean, when you're you can't be in the league for fifteen years anymore unless you're mm-hmm. Zidane Ochara, where you're just a beast on the ice, mm-hmm. you know. Then how about uh, fucking Chicago Blackhawks? Zero and three to start. Yeah, they're shitting the bed right now, but you know they don't have much of a, uh, a club put together. And yeah, I mean, when you lose your captain and you know Kane skating on a line with two fucking dusters it doesn't really help yeah and you know make matters worse you got kirby doc sitting out and that kirby, does not hurt kirby doc is just like the next pavel Dotsuk. i think i think he's just got silky fucking mitts he's gonna be good in the long run doc he was looking good in the juniors and then fucking right in the middle of the ice just got arm basically yeah fell off i mean i feel bad for the guy he could have i mean he was showing up last year and I went to see him at XL actually. Yeah. Saw him, them play the Wild, and he was just a, he was on fire, man. Yeah. There's a fire lit under his ass, and he was just cooking. That's what I like about going back to Cap- Kaprizov. You know, he just, you know, you hold a guy out of the NHL for so long, you kind of get mad at yourself. You know, what the fuck am I not doing to be there? Because, yeah. like, a lot of the guys going to KHL is obviously to be, you know, like the Ovechkin and get drafted first overall and come over here and tear it up, but. That doesn't happen for a lot of guys, and Kaprizov's been held out for a bunch of years from prior, prior GMs and being like, no, he's not ready, he's not ready. But, I mean, all the analysts, you know. Yeah, they t- he took his time, took a sweet time. And, like, he was a slow roasting. He was roasting, roasting, and now it's he's ready. Yeah, I really hope it pays off in the long run. And then my Capitals, I mean, they they play well against the uh, Penguins the past two games. Lost an over uh, shootout and then an overtime loss on Monday, and they they looked fast out there. And Penguins just they just get those gritty goals, you know, like the back door, the tip. Yeah, yeah, the Penguins I think are just working harder. They do. I mean, you know, it doesn't help that the Penguins are uh, not really sitting too well in their division. They're you know below the Caps in the division, but I mean, they'll be there. That you know, it'll be the top. They'll be in the top yeah. four because top four make the playoffs this yeah. year, which is kind of weird, but I don't know. We'll see if uh, things shut down again and if there's a bubble, and that always affects shit. Yeah. Then we got the uh, Winnipeg Jets versus Ottawa Senators. The Senators are looking – they might be young, but they're looking kind of nice. You know, Brady Kachuk, Tim Stetzel got his first NHL goal, and I, I can't wait to see more of them. Jimmy. Jimmy Stetzel, you know. <laughs> Jimmy. He's uh he's looking good out there. I mean, with Germany, same thing with Rossi. I mean, you got 
a young guy who's just out there to fucking tear it up. He on a garbage national team, and you can't prove yourself too much in the national tournament if you're not, you know, the U.S., Canada, Sweden, Finland. Yeah. Main four, because anyone outside of that, you're going to get walked. I mean, fucking A, the Canadians had 19 first-round picks. I mean, they still lost Yeah. those garbage You camps. just got to show up to play, you know, as long as those young guys keep showing up. How about Detroit with uh, Detroit <laughs> looking kind of nice out there with Bobby Ryan? You know, I'm glad he got healthy last year. He mm-hmm. fell into the deep end, but he's back out there and tearing it up. And him know, and Dylan Larkin are yeah, you know, Larkin. they're pulling together. I like how they named him the captain. You know, nice young guy who's gonna get in there, kind of like Spurgeon. You know, not the most vocal guy, but he's he's there he lead, for sure. He leads by example. Yep. He, he puts the work in. Then lastly, Avalanche versus the Kings. Kings, you know. Held it close against the Wild, played well, and they're going to be a good team, the Kings for sure. They're really young so, guys, yeah. you know, Mikey Anderson, shout out, my boy, big church guy. But uh, Kings, you know, they're they're young, they're good, they're talented. They got a lot. I mean, Jonathan Quick, he's getting older. It's, you know, maybe the other guy's time. Jake Campbell, I think his name is, little righty, righty mm-hmm. catcher, younger guy. But Avalanche, I mean, you just can't, you can't hold them out this year. They Every year, they, you know, everyone's like, ah, Colorado, you know fuck, they're not going to be that good. And then you, you look at their lineup, you know, McKinnon, Kadri, uh, Grubauer, their goalie, and just all those guys like mm-hmm. just hold their team together, and they'll be back, you know. They've really got a solid program there. For sure. I mean, they're always Colorado. they're always one or two wins away from that from that cup, just like last year. Mm-hmm. Huh? Jump over to... Uh, just talk about some... Uh, our specialty here, you know... Uh, you know, our brands that we use. What are we using on the ice today, Zach, you know? Oh, I'm running around with my boy's old CCM out in the pond, you know. That's something we got to talk more about, pond hockey. Yeah, it's a big thing in Minnesota if you guys, uh, you know, first-time listeners. Uh, Minnesota is, you know, we're known for the 10,000 lakes. And not that we're skating on a lake. We're skating at Groveland Park yeah, over in St. Nice Paul. we got nice groomed zamboni ponds. Yeah, if you ever need some boys to play some puck with, you know who to hit up. Yeah. So, yeah, and then a big thing I wanted to get to in uh, our stuff is, you know, kind of doing, like, reviews for you guys about, like, sticks, equipment, you know, that kind of stuff. So, like, you guys aren't, you know, wasting fucking A. The Nexus ADV with the hole in the stick is $359. Yeah, it might look pretty, but, like, why buy a stick with a hole in it? That's Unless you're Evgeny Kuznetsov with the no-tape job on your stick and you're just letting that thing out, I mean... No reason to, you know, drop 359 unless it's really worth it, you know. Or if you're Tim Stutzel, you know, you're looking kind of nice with only the toe toe tape. I, I was rocking strip. that tape job at the pond, you yeah. know. I, I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion that the less tape I have on my stick, the better I play. That is true. I have heard that, according to Wayne Gretzky. One Wayne strip, Gretzky. Wayne, one strip across the middle. Speaking of that, Arthur Kylev with the USA team. Oh, and Junior's made a huge hit with his single strand of tape across, like, diagonal at the blade, and he kind of went off with it. As you were saying, less yeah. tape, the better, I'm yeah. thinking. Yeah, well, he's got one hell of a knob, I'll tell you that. It, he does as well. Fucking Jesus, man. The thing is, like, his hockey stick, the way he taped his hockey stick is just never before and seen. Like, he had that Miko Koivu tape job at, yeah. the, at the top. I mean, you only got that big 
bulky grip and you got a stick that lay, weighs, you know, two ounces and you're adding two pounds onto it. Yeah. I don't think it helps, but I mean... It's like holding a brick. I can't say shit. I didn't win the gold medal, you know? Yeah. But back to tape jobs. Posternock. I did some research here before this, guys, you know? Posternock had five points in 2018 playoff games in Canada or wherever the fuck they played. And he switched up his tape job for that game, you know, his fucking, you know, candy cane on his blade. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't switched back since, and he had five points that game. So, needless to say. There might be something to say. Needless to say. Hockey players are also very superstitious. They are. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people who, you know, wear the same fucking underwear and socks for the whole playoffs. It's, Mm -hmm. It's gross. But, I mean, if that's your thing and you're winning, why stop? Do you ever have a superstition? Ooh. You know, I did the sock thing for a while, and uh, my mom was like, it's not going to be happening in this house. Yeah. And just kind of went off and still won some games, but when your mom's telling you to take your fucking socks off because they're gross, <laughs> probably should do that before you, you know, get cut off the will, if you know what I mean. Before you get called out. You're so, done, John. Oh, yeah. You're done. So then we got the old Nexus GL, which I've been rocking here. You know, that's another $300 stick. But, but, here's the thing. If you guys, you know, the Supersonic, all you guys who are listening and watching, the Supersonic is kind of like a lacrosse stick feel. It's got that, all the rounded edges. And truth be told, I bought one. And I was, used it in a game, and I was like, this stick is just piece of garbage i mean maybe it is for you guys maybe you guys Wait, are like did you it. use this or did john golf use this i oh. think i think john golf uses in a game for legal purposes <laughs> john golf used the nexus geo in a hockey game did not like it yeah and the fucking you know the ultrasonic i got home and i was like you know i don't really like this stick took the old hatchet came right down on the fucking middle of it took it back to uh Bauer on the Moment Store, shout out. They always got good stuff, good deals, good prices, you know, and always fresh gear for you. And took it back, and I'm like, you know, just broke it on a one-timer, you know? And they're like, go pick out a new stick. And I was like, say less. <laughs> That's when I got the old Nexus Geo, and it's been kind of nice for me. And, you know, a lot of you guys probably CCM guys, Bauer, but, you know, let's talk about the fall-off of a lot of brands, you know. Reebok. Reebok. Oh, yeah, that's like, a big one. Yeah, Reebok is probably the biggest thing. That's what I was... What happened to that 10K stick, the one that had the holes in it? Yeah, the uh, Otec. Yeah, that was a yeah. big stick back in the day. I used to have one, and I mean, I wasn't, you know... Hell, they even made that into a lacrosse stick. Yeah, probably. That thing was weird. It just had an oblong shape. Did not... Didn't feel right when yeah. you played with it. Yeah. I mean, if you're a CCM guy and you're looking for some new twigs, the Trigger 5, I mean, it's got that nice low kick. You know, you're going to be fucking ripping clappers like Ovi out there. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice stick. I mean, if you're a CCM guy and you're looking for that new twig out there, you got to run the Trigger 5. And then the Jet Speed, just like the Hybrid Flex. If you guys don't mm-hmm. know what the Hybrid Flex is, it's wherever you put your hand, your lower hand on the shaft, and wherever your hand is, it's supposed to flex there. So, I mean, if you're, you know, ripping quick clap bombs, you want to pep your hand a little it bit lower. It just makes everything that much quicker, you know. Yep. And that's what uh, our boy uh, Austin Matthews is using. Yeah. Running around yep. with that. Poppy. Sweet, yeah. Poppy 34. Do you know how CCM started out as a cycling company? I did. Yep. Yep. Back uh, at Bames in St. Paul, I used to go there, that bike store, and then they started selling hockey shit back when I was a young mm-hmm. guy. How do you go from bicycle equipment to hockey sticks? Well, it's kind of like... Uh, 
you know, Nike Bauer, you know, when they were making hockey sticks, you know, Nike, I, now they're not even close to in the game anymore. They, you know. Oh, yeah, I remember. I had a Nike Bauer wood stick back yeah. when I started playing when I was, yeah. like, five. You know, they had the Nike Bauer skates. You know, those were, you know, $300, $400 at the time. And now we'll get the skates here. You know, now skates are, you know, 900000 bucks. So much money. Do you think it's worth it if you're not, you know, Alex Ovechkin carving up the ice or, you know, David Pasternak? You know, I always used... I always bought used skates. You know, they were just broken in. It was like they just felt better, and they might have been used, but who cares? It's a little bit. It's much cheaper, and you just toss a new blade on it, and you're good to go. Like you can't really tell the difference. Plus, it's they're broken in. It just feels that much better. Sure. I I always rock the Reebok pump skates. Yeah, that's what I was also going to talk about. You know, the only thing, guys, that used to fit me back in the day because I had like that double E, was those big fucking Reebok skates, which were just just monsters you know back in the day mm-hmm. meant for a big foot and now i mean back when i was getting skates before when i was younger like the fitting was just like do these feel good no yes all right great fucking get them on and then you know maybe a year later you're like fuck these things suck they they hurt my foot they they don't feel right so if you guys ever you know need like that extra uh kind of help with fitting you know just go to that store for you know 20 minutes out of your day if that and Make sure you get a skate that fits, because mm-hmm. I've had my skates here for, like, four and a half years now, because my feet kind of stopped growing, and yeah. they just, like, you know, fit perfect, and it was worth that, you know, 25 extra minutes, and now they got that, you know, fucking scan where you walk up there, take your shoes off, take mm-hmm. your socks off, put your feet down, and it measures it perfectly. Just scans your foot. It's kind of weird, but, I mean, I'm, it's it's all the process to get, you want to feel like the pro, you want to be like the pro, well, here you go. Mm-hmm. And you got to pay that big pro price. Yeah, true. You can always get the step downs and whatnot, but I mean, if you're going to go all out, why not? If you're going to go for it, go for it, you know. And that's what I want to talk to you about, you know, the, the, like the fitting of skates and stuff for you guys. It's, they got this new Bauer thing. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. It's like fit one, fit two, and fit three. So I was told, you know, I never fit into a vapor in my life and... You know, truth be told, that was true. And then they came out with, like, this fit shit. And I was, like, showed up. And I was, like, what's this, guys, you know? Because quarantine, I wasn't really cared about wearing skates and shit. Because I didn't skate for that whole time. And it was, uh, like, yeah, it's our new thing. It's it's when you put your foot in, the tongue. It's how much uh, depth your foot has between the tongue and stuff. And it's your arch and your foot. So, I mean, if you guys are looking, you know, you got a smaller foot. Uh, you know, nice low arch. You can get that one and hug your foot really nice and still get into the skate you want. Mm-hmm. Like for me, you know, uh, bigger foot, bigger guy, it's, you know, the Fit 3 where it's just, it fits right in there, fits perfect, and got those vapors in there feeling really nice these days. So, yeah. It's just, you know, the little things, guys. It's always about the little things. Oh, yeah. How's it coming in NHL, John? You still ranked like 900 in the world. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, we can always run your boy on Chell, and if you guys ever want to have a nice, fun game, it's, you know, I'm, uh, what are we, uh, like 79, 23, and 7 or something like that. I mean, when I go into the Twitch lobby rooms and I see guys who are just dusters, I'll give them a chirp, and they come back and go, okay, buddy, what's your record? And I go, I tell them, and they're like, that's not that good. And it's like, guys... I know it's not that good. You know, I don't live on the game of Chell compared to uh, the number one in the world guy who's got, you know, over, a, you know, over a thousand wins. 
That's a lot of fucking wins. That's you, a lot of chill. You know, I've been playing NBA 2K oh. with my with my my boy Mushy. You know who you are, Mushy. And uh, I've recently come upon a winning streak. Oh. You know, I only started playing the game recently, but they've got this game mode called Blacktop where you could you can pick anybody you want on your team. It's like it's like backyard basketball basically. And I think that NHL, like EA, should add that feature to the next game. They should add a pond hockey feature. Well, they used to have that. You know, it was uh, NHL 3s or whatever. Uh, I, I think you can pick the team, but I don't know if you can customize the players. Yeah, but if you, could ju- if you could just, like, customize your team. Like, you have the list of players. You had, like, all-time players. You yeah. had, like, you know, you could pick Gretzky, and then you could you could te- team him up with uh, our boy Jordan Greenway and then and then Tim Stetzel. Like, that will be sweet. Yeah, I think, I think that will be a really cool feature. Yeah, I think they also got to bring back, you know, Winter Classic mode. That's oh, been 100%. a really big yeah. talked-about thing. You know, I mean, especially they're skating at, excuse me, Lake Tahoe this year, and I think that'd be kind of cool, you know, somehow get the naming rights or something like mm-hmm. that to put that in the game for 22. Who was that player? He thought that he was playing on Lake Tahoe. I think he, I don't know his name, but there was a player in the NHL. He thought he was they, they were going to play on Lake Tahoe. Oh, but Jesus. then in a press conference, he's like, I'm so excited. Like, it's been my dream. I've never actually played on, like, a pond before. Like, I've. I'm just so excited to be able to finally do this. And then the guy, his teammate sitting next to him, he goes, you know we're playing on the 18th hole, right? Like they're just playing next to it on a golf course. Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's super cool for them. But super I'm, cool background, but if... Yeah, there's no way a bunch of pro skaters who, you know, are 200 pounds average, you know, tearing up the lake, there's no way they can make it happen. But, I mean, that guy is, whoever that is, we'll, we'll have to find we'll, it out. We'll find him out. We'll find you. Yeah, we'll play the clip just for you guys uh, next episode. So then kind of, you know, a couple last things, you know, uh, big mask mandate now in uh, Minnesota with skating and for a little kid, you know, squirts. Don't even get me started. On the pond, they're like, oh, you got to wear a mask. I'm just like, well, you know, if our boy Timmy, Timmy Waltz, says we can go 50% in the restaurants, why can't we go 50% on the ice, you know? Don't have to wear a mask. I can't breathe outside. Like Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big thing, you know. There's squirts, mites all the way up until high school in Minnesota for you guys listening out of state that that it takes a lot for, you know, a young guy to be out of breath, but when you're getting squirts and peewees who are passing out on the ice cuz they can't breathe from their fucking mask, I mean, I think something's got to be done. I mean, you know, CCM made the uh the game on mask, which is super cool. You know, you got your cage, you know, your CCM cage. It doesn't have to be, but, you know, they, you know, rip you off there, guys. But it's nothing we can do. It's a mask that goes on your cage instead of, you know, against your mouth so you can't breathe. It's kind of pushed out, which, I mean, I'm not trying to be that guy, but, you know, air can go up, around, over, if that's how COVID really spreads. Who knows, but... Let's talk, yeah, let's talk, can, can we talk about COVID for a minute? Yeah, let me get to the, you know, the Bauer 3 concept splash oh, card, which I yeah. just picked up today, boys, you know. It goes with the concept 3, you know, shield, the classic uh, bubble, as people call it. You know, you look, if you're wearing it, you better be a damn good player, I'll tell you that much, or else you're going to get chirped. Yeah, you're going to look like a Goomba out in the ice. You will be known as the Goomba, yes. Wayne Glensky. But, you know, the splash guard is supposed to go, you know, right under your your mouth. So it apparently stops from droplets of your sweat and spit 
from getting on the ice into other players, but let's say you're playing high school hockey and you get lit up and your helmet goes off and, you know, you got spit flying off. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do then, you know? Yeah. That's my that's my two cents about that kind of stuff. It's like, when does it stop with the, uh, with just, like, the rules with COVID and, you know, high school guys and even, like, my nieces and nephews who are freaking... <laughs> 13 all the way down to one years old and they're skating and gotta wear a mask i mean if they say it doesn't spread between kids why are we letting you know little mighty mites pass out on the ice yeah it's a it's definitely a topic of discussion nowadays yeah well let's let's talk about covid for a minute here let's let's talk about the the uh, let's say bullshit that goes on with covid like you know have you seen? Did you watch the inauguration today? I did. Yeah, you know. Yep. Zero social distancing. Yeah, I mean, those who make the rules don't have to obey the rules, if you know what I mean. Just like how your boy Timmy Waltz was flew off to God knows yeah, where. Yeah, Florida. He's got his house in Florida. I mean, good for him. He's you know big successful guy. But when you're making these rules and you go off to wherever and don't obey by them. You know, not everyone can afford the house in Florida and fly down there whenever they want. Mm -hmm. Have no rules. You know, I think Timmy, you should uh, really fly your your boys down to Florida. We can, you know, we can hang out, shoot some shit. You know, you know, have a couple claws, no laws when you're drinking claws, right? Yeah, including fucking mask wearing laws. You know. Yeah, yeah. I just don't like them for the ice. I mean, you guys will have to let us know in the comments or wherever you know we end up posting this since it's our first episode, but. I mean, what do you guys think about the whole mask law and the effects of it? And, you know, if you guys got kids or if you're a kid, you know, listening, and what are you guys thinking about, you know, you're playing high school or wherever you are, and you think it's bogus or do you think it actually helps in the long run? It's kind of be nice to know because what other people are thinking out there. It's definitely a good topic of discussion. I just hope it ends. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, you know, Joe Biden, you know, President Biden is, you know, fair. And like he said in his speech, they're, he's saying, you know, we're all going to be together in this. And, I mean, it, can, it stems from, you know, sports, the biggest team sports. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at the NHL. They don't got to wear masks. And, you know, the only <laughs> games that have gotten canceled is, you know, Carolina and Dallas. Because, I mean, they had a bunch of workers, not even players, who got COVID. And mm-hmm. they're getting fucked. And... I'd be mad because I'm not getting paid those games, you know? You don't play, you don't get paid. And, you know, if I was Jamie Benn, I'd be kind of mad about mm-hmm. about getting called out. He wants to redeem himself, you yeah. know, after last year's loss, right? Yep. Yep. Made the Revenge cup. Revenge Yeah. Made the cup, and now they want to get back to it. So. Yeah. So a couple last things. Uh, we're going to have a couple special guests on here. Uh, Nick Hyde, WHL player. Our buddy Joe Block, his roommate. Played for uh, Prince Albert Raiders in the WHL, the dub. The dub. Uh, you know, he played with guys. He's a 97 birthday. He played with guys against, you know, Greenway, McAvoy, all those younger mm-hmm. guys. And I think he'd be kind of fun to have on here, you know, give us some insight because me and him have only played, me and Zach here have only played junior gold and nothing higher than that. But, <laughs> you know, we know the game. We know a little bit. We know some of what we're talking about. And, you know, Nick coming in here will help a lot. He'll give us some insight, give us some stories about how he uh, fought this Russian monster. And I'll just leave it as that. He'll tell the rest. And uh, maybe our boy Rob Stucker from the U of M. Went to high school with them. Shout out, Rob. Uh, Good D-man. Got drafted by Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm not sure if they still have his rights. You know, haven't looked about that. But 
he's a big hockey guy. He knows this shit. Come shoot this shit with us and, mm-hmm. you know, just have some fun. And then my brother, Tyler, he uh, played at St. Cloud State, big D-man, big men's league scorer of the year, surprisingly, for Adult Hockey Association. You know, he's a, when he's a younger guy, you know, he is tearing it up. You know, 85 points in one year, I've heard. <laughs> 85. That's that's unheard of. I mean, you only play 15 games for a men's league here in Minnesota, <laughs> and you're ripping 85 points against, you know, the A-level, as they call it, up in AHA. But we'll have a couple guests on. We'll, we'll get back to it. We'll review, you know, let us know what you guys want us to talk about. I mean, we're not trying to be like anyone out there. I, you know, Spitting Chicklets has their own shit. They're doing just fine, you know, all, uh, on the bench. Those guys, they got all their stuff. But we're just trying to be, you know, hometown. Yeah. Get it going with uh, some guys from here and Yeah, we'll see what talk happens. Minnesota. We'll talk hockey. We'll talk 10,000 lakes. We'll talk, you know, we could possibly talk beer at some point. Because, yeah. you know, your boy likes that a lot. So, you know, yeah. we're out here just having fun, talking some, chatting some shit, you know. So yeah, uh, let us know what you guys think about the episode, Northern Exposure. I'm John. I'm Zach. Peace out. See you next time.